Hi everyone, welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I am the host of this podcast if you are new here. So happy to have you guys listening today. I am on my phone again recording my microphone, my new one that has been sitting at my house, at my parents' house for a while, um, should get to me this week. My mom, I think, sent it this weekend. So next week I'll be back on the microphone, so I apologize if you hear any background noise or the audio just sucks or anything like that. I just still want to be able to get podcast episodes up for you guys. But today's episode I thought would be a good idea just because of the stage of life that I'm in right now and a lot of others are in and just changes that people are going through at the moment. Um, I know a lot of my audience is either in college or has been to college or maybe you're not in college and you are just sick of 2020 and you sort of want to make a change before 2021 and go into the rest of this year with a different mindset. I think a lot of times when we go through things that suck and things that are bad, we almost wait on a right time to make a change when in reality like waiting on a time to make a change and waiting for the right time to come is going to do nothing but delay the process and just get you to a point of constantly procrastinating and never actually taking initiative and making change and you can make a change on it at noon today you can make a change tomorrow night you can make a change in two weeks you can make a change tomorrow you can literally do it whenever and that's something that's so liberating when it comes to thinking about making change in your life um we get so caught up on needing to have like x y and z in order or needing to have this status or this amount of money or you know this amount of followers to start something or do something or make a change when in reality you can make a change at any given moment and it's all within your power and your control of your timing so Basically, I'm just going to be talking about, I was going to say goals for the rest of the year, but I don't like calling them goals because I feel like whenever I say goals, I sort of, in my head, goals are just kind of like this thing that you work towards and then you reach and you move on. But these are things that I want to, I have started doing and I want to start doing and keep doing. It's not just like a, oh, I'll eventually reach this point and then I'll move on to something else type of thing. Like, no, this is something, these are things that I'm trying to implement into my actual lifestyle to become a part of me and my everyday life and who I am. And I think that, you know, right now just things are crazy and it's been a crazy time since March and there's so much uncertainty and you know why not just take control of what you can control in your life and make changes for the better and sort of just change your perspective for the rest of the year instead of rolling out the rest of 2020 as sucking why not just do what you can to make it the best it can possibly be so I'm just going to talk about habits I'm focusing on for the remainder of the year new routines and making the most of the rest of this crazy year. So the quote for today's episode um, goes along with everything I just sort of alluded to, and it is, there is no right time, there is just time and what you choose to do with it. And this really just speaks for itself, like all quotes do, but it truly boils down to what you're prioritizing at the end of the day and what you're choosing to spend your mind or spend your time on. Are you sleeping 12 hours of the day? Are you watching TV five hours of the day? Are you multitasking too much and losing a lot of effectiveness in your work? Are you sitting on your phone for way too long every day? You know, like where can you take control of your time and make changes to make your days better? And waiting on the right time is just something that you should never do just because 
there's always time and there's always the same 24 hours. I know I've talked about this in an episode a long time ago. We literally have the same 24 hours every day. So it's not changing what like it's not changing your time because it's always going to be 24 hours that's what you do with that time and where your priorities are at so my goal for this week I just want to take things day by day I am finding myself getting a little anxious and overwhelmed just with the demands of grad school and studying for the CPA I just started studying for the CPA on Friday and I'm studying for FAR which is the hardest section and um I just want to get it over with and out of the way um, and I'm also taking a far, like an advanced FAR class um, right now this semester. So I just know it'll be best for me to take FAR first because of that. But I just feel a lot of stress in regard to maintaining the grades that I need to maintain for grad school, um, being the best graduate assistant I can be for the professor I'm helping and you know being the best student and being the best studier for the CPA and being a great girlfriend I don't really have to worry about my social life right now honestly which is a whole other tangent and story but um pretty much all my friends are gone from Tuscaloosa everyone's graduated or gone to a different school for grad school and I didn't have that many friends here to begin with and they've all kind of graduated in different semesters anyways but um I did have at least two or three friends here last um, semester that I don't have this year. So it's kind of like starting all over again. Um, But honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way because I found myself getting kind of like sad earlier this week and just being like, you know, it kind of stinks. Like I can't even like even though I wouldn't like be actually like hanging out or going out with anyone in that sense. I can't even like socially distance hanging out with anyone really just because I don't really have any friends here. And it's just because they've all left and you know I'm so proud of them and they're all doing amazing things but um I found myself getting emotional that like I don't really have anyone here that I'm that close with like there's a tons of acquaintances I have here right now but no one I'm like actually close with that I have like a really strong friendship with and I was getting kind of hard on myself and then I was like you know what if there was any time in college for you to you know feel the sense of loneliness in this way now is the time because this time is so vital for me to be you know studying for the CPA and getting it done and I hear all the time that people who um are studying for the CPA and taking these exams like this tend to do so much better if they don't have a lot of friends around just because you don't have that pressure of your social life sitting there and um you know you're not tempted to study in groups that aren't as effective necessarily and things like that so I'm trying to turn that like oh I feel kind of lonely and sad um which I'm allowed to feel that way and I can feel that way and I let myself feel that way But I'm kind of, I'm trying to shift my perspective on it and kind of say, you know what, if this were to happen at any time in college, now is the time and now is the perfect time because I need to be giving so much time to myself and my day right now for, you know, getting the CPA so that I can launch my professional career. But um, that was a huge tangent. And I know I was literally talking about my goal being taking things day by day, but that factors into it because I felt like that was, you know, I got here and I was like, oh, yay, I'm back at school awesome and then I was like oh wait things are really weird because of COVID and then I was like wait things are also really weird because I just realized I don't really have any friends here and then I was like you know what it's okay I will be fine I can focus so much more time and energy on doing well and like there's just so much stress with my classes too just because 
you have to maintain a B average of a 3.0, which I know doesn't probably not sound that hard. But considering the fact that my undergrad accounting GPA was barely a 3.0, it's kind of scary. And I have to have a 3.0 to graduate um, from my master's program. And so like if I were to make a C in a class, I would have to make an A to make up for it. And the A has to be made like the next semester just because of the timing of how things like weigh out, I guess. And then like the law, like I have a lot of law school classes within my program and the grades in the law school transfer over to to the business school as like one letter grade worse than what they actually are. So if I were to make a B in a law school class, it's actually a C in the business school. So there's just like a lot of stress with that. And I'm only in four classes, but it's still four very hard classes and I think it'll be okay. Um, I'm trying to like stay on top of everything and stay ahead. But um, yeah, my goal is just to take things one day at a time because it's really easy whenever you're getting into a new scenario or a new lifestyle or you're experiencing a lot of change at once. It's so easy to just like look at everything from like a whole perspective and get very overwhelmed by the daunting like fact that so much is going on at once. And I find whenever I'm able to focus on one day at a time, I can eliminate a, a lot of that stress that comes from looking at things as oh my gosh this change is happening oh my gosh I have to make all these grades I have to you know successfully study for the CPA and finish two modules or two sections a week and all this stuff and if I just look at it day by day and I have what I need to get done each day instead of thinking of everything I need to take care of and do the next week or month or a few months it's a lot easier and I just want to remind you guys of how important it is to just look at things day by day because you can really add so much unnecessary stress to your life by trying to like encompass everything going on in your life and processing all of it at once when in reality just processing each day at a time will be a lot better for your sanity in the long run so it's just a lot going on there's a lot of changes and you know I'm dealing with a lot more being added on my plate especially with studying for the CPA and I'm also you know, dealing with having things that aren't on my plate anymore that I'm used to having on my plate, such as like being a TA, but now I'm a GA and like now I have to study for the CPA and like I used to have a social life and now I really don't. And I'm just trying to like really stay emotionally and mentally in tune with myself through this time because it's really easy for me to get so caught up in my work to where I just completely neglect how I'm actually like doing and feeling because I'm so focused on getting things done. So I think taking things a day at a time will also help me with that because I can stay more in tune with my feelings, how I'm doing and that kind of thing. And uh, my gratitude for this week is I'm so thankful for you guys. And I know I say it a lot, but I honestly couldn't say it enough. Even if I said it every day for the rest of my life, I I'm so grateful for the community that I have because in times like this where I do feel like physically alone in the sense that like, oh my gosh, I don't have any really close friends here with me. And sure, I have really close friends that I FaceTime a lot and I text a lot and they mean the world to me and I'm so grateful for them. But it is hard whenever there's no one like physically there with you that you can like go study with or go on a walk with or whatever, which you can't really do much right now anyway. So Honestly, it's not that relevant, but I'm just so thankful for you guys because at the end of the day, I don't think you all realize that I feel just as close to my podcast community and my YouTube community that I do than I do to like my best friends. And I know that sounds really weird because my best friends probably know way more about me 
but at the same time you guys know so much about me especially if you're someone who like listens to my podcast watch all my videos and watches all my instagram stories like if you are that like loyal of a you know subscriber to me i don't like to say follower honestly just because i feel like that puts me in a position of in like a higher higher than everyone else that's following me and i don't like that because i'm really just a college student you know what i mean at the end of the day that's sharing my life and you know you guys don't have to like listen to me and watch me but you do and you choose to invest your time in listening to me and watching me and supporting me and it means more than like words could literally ever say and like I said at the end of the day you guys are just as close to me like in my heart and in my mind as my best friends are and my family is because at the end of the day you guys are who are supporting me and allowing me to live the life that I live and have so much happiness from sharing my life and having this community so without you guys I wouldn't have any of that and I don't know I'm just like so grateful because I don't think any of you realize how like I don't know because I I guess from from my perspective as a follower and subscriber of other people I think of myself as someone so far removed from that person's life but from the perspective of me being like a content creator I think of my community and my following as so so near and dear to my heart and what you guys think and say and feel about my content and me in general matters so much to me and I always want to like be providing you guys the most value that I can at the end of the day and encouraging you all to just live your best life and be yourself and be you know just make the most of your every day because you know every day is just not promised and life is so precious and I am like literally just going on so many tangents right now but I just feel like, I don't know why, I feel like this week's been really long and I haven't talked to you guys in forever, but it's only been a week. But anyways, I'm really thankful for y'all. whole point of that, um, too long, didn't read, is just that you guys are so, so, so close and near and dear to me and my heart. And I'm so grateful for you guys, especially in these times where I feel a little bit more lonely than usual. So let's get into these 10 habits that I'm focusing on. Um, and sort of implementing these habits to create new routines within my life and some of these things you guys have definitely heard me say before within like goal episodes or routine episodes but I think all of this really connects and contributes to me trying to just do the best I can right now and they are all connected um, to that so let's just go ahead and get into it number one is to have a consistent sleeping routine and actually get enough sleep um this is a lot harder at school i know that i talk i've talked about plenty of times how this summer like i was going to bed at like 9 30 10 waking up at like 5 30 it was the best thing ever and i wanted to maintain that going into the school year and throughout the school year but that's not necessarily as realistic because like one of my classes gets out at like 8 or 8 30 at night so for nights like that i obviously can't really go to sleep at 9 30 that easily Um, but I am still trying to like pretty much be asleep by like 11, 1130 at the absolute latest and be up no later than like 715. Um, preferably I'd like to get up at like 630 every morning and that's what I've been trying to do this week. But I'm also still trying to remember that yes, waking up early does help me a lot, but at the same time, if I'm waking up early, but I'm not getting enough sleep, it sort of just, it, it doesn't help. So I need the seven or eight hours of sleep 
and I want to continue prioritizing that because I used to just not really care. I used to just try and get a minimum of five and I was like, I'll make it through if I can power nap or have like an extra coffee or something. And I just know it's better for my health and I perform better and do better when I actually do get enough sleep and I'm just a better person overall because I'm not as grumpy and grouchy and groggy. But I really have been enjoying waking up early because it allows me to walk Ella when it's not so flipping hot outside and it also allows me to sort of break up my studying for the CPA into two sessions during the day. I sort of treat it like a job like I have a morning shift and a night shift or afternoon shift depending on how I'm feeling. Um, So I like to do like two hours in the morning and then I'll do like two to three in the afternoon or evening just depending on what I have going on that day and that type of thing which it's going to be more and more challenging as I get further along in school because obviously this week was syllabus week and I didn't start studying until Friday, but I'll definitely see this week how much harder it is to like actually study for the CPA when, um, you know, I have classes and things to do in those classes as well. But I really and truly think having the morning session and night session is so much more effective for me and I can get so much more done because it's not like marathon study sessions to where I'm burning myself out every single time I study and then not having motivation to study for like three days. So that's why that's like one of the main reasons why waking up early and having that consistent sleeping routine is important to me. But truly, it's so much more than that because when I'm not getting enough sleep, I don't really have as much motivation to work out because I feel more tired. I tend to eat worse when I don't um, have a consistent sleeping routine. And I have found that I feel so much more awake throughout the day when I am going to sleep around the same time and waking up around the same time every day. Number two is working in the morning rather than having slow mornings and putting everything off until nighttime. So in college, um, especially whenever I didn't have classes until like 12:30 or they were all in the afternoon or whatever. I was so guilty of just having the slow slowest mornings. I wouldn't wake up late and sleep in. I'd normally always be up by 8 or 8:30 at the latest, but I just wouldn't really do anything in the morning. Like I would watch YouTube videos, I would cook breakfast. Sometimes I would go to the gym before class, but I just really used to just love and I still do love having slow mornings. Like there's something very special about just taking your time through the morning and feeling like you don't really have anything required to get done and just sort of letting yourself go through the morning. That is truly an amazing thing if you can do that. And I just used to do that in college, but then it put me in a position, well, I say in college as if I'm not in college. I'm still in college, but I did that a lot in undergrad, especially because a lot of my classes wouldn't start until later in the day. And like this semester, my earliest class is at 11 a.m. And that's pretty great, but I can get so much done in those first four hours of the day when I wake up at seven, as opposed to like when in undergrad, if I had an 11 a.m., I would get up at like 8.30 and I'd eat breakfast, walk Ella, um, watch YouTube, maybe straighten up a little bit and just sort of have the slowest morning ever and not actually get anything done unless I had to. So... I just personally think that doing things in the morning and this is what I've been doing this week and why I've been like prioritizing waking up early when I work in the morning I get so much done throughout the day and I used to think that I was a night worker and I'm not really a night owl or a morning person I'm a little bit of both because I if I stay up like past like a certain time of the night I will absolutely get a second wind and I can work for like two or three hours but 
that's like all I would get done throughout the day and that's kind of how I lived my life in undergrad so I wouldn't do anything in the morning really and it would put me in that position where I had so much to do in the afternoon and evening that I had to sort of do a marathon with my to-do list whether that's going to the grocery store meeting up with a group for a group project going to a meeting doing homework studying going to the gym and I would just cram all of that into like 3 p.m and later and after 3 p.m I like lose a lot of energy and focus so typically I don't know I never really recognize that I guess and I always tried to tell myself to be more productive in the morning in undergrad but I just never took initiative to do it but now I am seeing how much more I get done when I actually wake up early and just start working like right away because it helps so much and I'm not saying you can't like take the time to you know have a nice routine and have a slow morning you can still have a slow morning and get things done in the morning but like I would literally spend three hours of doing nothing really that productive in the mornings in undergrad and that probably really hurt me and I could have gotten a lot more done I'm sure and made better grades even possibly if I just would have you know studied some in the morning and studied some at night instead of just saving everything for the end of the day so I really think that that's really helpful I highly recommend trying it out and it's really hard to get yourself to start doing it if you're not used to doing it but the biggest thing is just making sure that like you get up and you instantly like put yourself in the mindset of getting your day started instead of oh like I this is a leisure morning you know like I can lounge around in my pajamas all morning and watch tv like don't turn on the tv don't go on your phone just let yourself get in that workflow mindset number three is to spend time outside each day so it's been so wonderful because every morning I have been able to walk Ella like on these nice long walks at like seven 7 30 and it just feels so amazing outside and it's like there's not a lot of people out at that time so it's like really quiet and you can just hear like the wind blowing through the trees you can hear like the streams running and you can just hear the birds chirping and it just really like clears my mind I feel like whenever I go on those walks in the morning with her and I do my longest walk with her in the morning and then the rest of them throughout the day are shorter but it has seriously just transformed the way I start my day instead of just like being inside all day long and being inside in classes all day long getting outside each day seriously like there are definitely endorphins associated with that so I highly encourage you guys to just take a walk and see if it just kind of like refreshes your mind and you know if you're feeling a little bit cloudy in the head or just discombobulated or whatever just try and like walk around outside whenever it's like not too blazing hot if you're somewhere where it's like also really hot because I have to walk with Ella on these long walks before like 7 40 because once it hits 7 40 there's a huge change in temperature I feel like because in the morning it feels like that pre-fall temperature where it's like warm outside but there's a cool breeze so it feels really good but yeah that's that and I really think spending time outside each day has helped a lot with the fogginess that my brain tends to get whenever I'm spending a lot of time studying and on my computer which I am very obviously doing right now number four is less social media time and I have mentioned this so many times and never actually acted on it I've like tried to act on it but it would only last like two days so basically whenever we are moving into our apartment this past weekend um a week ago I didn't finish moving, like getting everything put away, hung up and um, unpacked 
until like six days after we moved in so it was a really long move-in process honestly which that's long for an, a college apartment that's not long at all for um like a house or anything but anyways it took me like six days but in those six days I was so busy trying to get things done around the apartment that like I would literally not pick up my phone for like six seven hours at a time and I realized I was like this is so nice like I didn't like coming back to my phone and like having a ton of notifications and stuff that was a little bit overwhelming but it was so nice just not having to like not having my phone right there to pick up in all the filler time throughout the day and I realized like just how much more I got done and I've sort of just maintained that and I've I'm really trying to just allow myself, which this weekend I haven't been as good about it because I've probably spent like an hour each day on social media on like Friday and Saturday and then like today. But especially during the week, I have been trying not to spend more than like 30 minutes total during the day on social media. And the thing is, is I don't even sit here. I was talking to um, my friend on FaceTime about this the other day. I don't even sit here and like crave getting on social media. I'm not like, oh my gosh, I want to get on Instagram or oh my gosh, I want to get on Twitter or TikTok or Snapchat or whatever. I never sit here and like just that's not something I'm ever wanting to do I just do it because it's there whenever I have filler time like if I have 15 minutes here or five minutes there or 30 minutes here and if I'm just sort of getting bored of what I'm working on I'll just pick up my phone as something to occupy my mind since I'm getting bored with what I'm doing and I hate that so much because even if I don't spend a lot of time on it in one sitting usually I'm still spending probably like four hours a day on social media and that's just ridiculous and I just like always felt the need to completely scroll through my Instagram feed and completely go through all my Instagram stories like even if I'm not watching them or reading the captions it's almost like a to-do list to-do list what am I saying to-do list item um, to go through all of my Instagram feed and all of my Instagram stories. Some of you might hear that and be like, Abby, you are literally psychotic. That's insane. But I'm sure someone else out there understands because it's not so much of like something that I want to do. I don't want to sit there and scroll through my whole feed and all my stories. That takes forever. But I felt like I had to do it every time I got on the app because it was almost an accomplishment in a sense, but like it totally isn't. And that's just how I always felt. And I was telling my friend, I was like, I don't even want to get on. I just do whenever I have filler time. And it ends up being hours and hours during the day. And I honestly can say that, like, since social media has become such an integral part of, like, our everyday lives, I feel like the time that that sort of happened, my memory has been so bad. And I honestly think it's because I have such a short-term Um, attention span now and I feel like it's affected my memory because I used to just have like my mom has always been like you literally just have the best memory and I do remember a lot of things but there is so much in my short-term memory that just like I simply do not recall and remember and I think a lot of it has to do with just constantly picking up my phone every time I have five minutes and instead of like being present and thinking about what I'm doing right then and there and thinking about like what I'm about to be doing or whatever, I just pick up my phone to fill that time, which is a mindless task. So in result, I'm just sort of very mentally disengaged. And then I think so much of that mental disengagement turns into not really having much of a memory of your day because, you know, three hours of your day have just been totally mindless activity. Do you guys follow me? Like maybe you're sitting here realizing like, holy crap, maybe that's why my memory sucks 
because I used to have amazing memory and I still do in some ways, but I'd say for the most part, my memory has gotten so bad. And I think that being off social media helps so much with being present because I feel like every time I get on social media, it's making me think like, oh, I need to, you know, accomplish this or go do this. And I'm, there I am, you know, sitting there trying to think about my past or my future and not really just enjoying the moment that I'm in because I'm looking what other people are doing and it's not even a comparison thing for me really it's just like I always feel like I'm needing to just level up and do what I'm seeing other people doing um and that's that really goes for like YouTube too like I tend to get discouraged if I see like other people you know posting something that does like really well and I'm like putting in a lot of effort and and it sucks or something like that like that sort of mindset I really don't like and I don't really get into that often but sometimes too much time on social media does lend itself to those thoughts for me and I don't like that so just being aware of that and I just think that it helps me with my mindfulness and being present and my memory overall (laughs) the less I'm on social media and that has absolutely come to light the past week with me being on it less and I highly encourage you guys to try and do the same and I'm still on it in the sense of like I am posting stories and I'm still trying to post and everything I'm not trying to just like ghost my social media I can't really do that as a content creator, but um, I'm also trying to like still respond to you guys, but it's like I'm only allowing myself so much time a day so that I'm not just sitting there trying to respond to every message for two hours or trying to scroll through my entire Instagram feed for 30 minutes or all my stories for 30 minutes. So highly encourage you guys to try the same. Number five is making more sustainable choices. And I posted today or reposted, I guess, on my story and um it's from the instagram account i think it's called like intersectional environmentalist i think it's the instagram account and um it it was just like a cute little graphic that says you know you have three homes take care of them all or something like that and it's your mind your body and the planet and um i don't know like what really inspired this change honestly i think it's just came with becoming more aware Um, and being more informed and it's really easy to just like be ignorant and not really care about sustainability and to just kind of shove it aside and make it an afterthought or a later thought or something you'll try or do later but I just sort of I think it was honestly just from my Instagram explore page I started getting like a lot of um, these educational and inspirational um, sort of sustainable accounts I guess you would say and they just started showing up more and more on my explore page and as they were showing up more a lot of them are like infographics and stuff or just tips on being more sustainable or anything like that and the more i would like read and see the more i wanted to make those changes in my life because it's like why would you choose not to do something that's better for everyone and better for the planet like i don't understand why you would consciously choose not to do that like i understand if you're just ignorant and genuinely aren't educated or informed because that's how I was and I still am to a certain extent like I do not know everything but I'm trying to learn more and be more I guess proactive about my sustainability rather than just making it an afterthought and you know being like oh I'll try that later or do that later or learn about it later like I'm just trying to learn as much as I can um, each day and I'm accepting that no one practices it perfectly and I think that's why I sort of was so okay with my ignorance for a while with it was because I felt like in order for me to be 
quote-unquote sustainable and make more environmentally friendly choices I had to do it this certain cookie cutter perfect way and if I wasn't doing it perfectly I shouldn't be doing it at all and that is absolutely the one trillion percent wrong mindset to have especially when it comes to sustainability and environmentally friendly choices because people think that you know, like, especially with being a creator, um, you know, you're criticized so much for your every move, especially, like, when people are criticizing, like, any environmental or sustainable-related choices, and the thing is, is, like, it's not one person doing everything perfectly that's gonna, like, make the change. It's everyone making small choices daily in their lives that are gonna make a huge change, you know what I mean? So, and I've like read so much about that. So that's not just my opinion. That's like, I think everyone collectively agrees about that for the most part. I don't know, maybe you don't and that's okay. Like we can all have different opinions, but I think for the most part, everyone agrees that if we could all just like make, you know, small choices in our daily lives to be a little bit more sustainable, it will make a a much bigger difference than one person doing everything perfectly and it's impossible to do everything perfectly but you can at least try and do what you can with what you know and I don't know I just maybe you're like listening and you're just like okay you're full of crap Abby I don't know why you're you know or maybe you think I'm an idiot for just now like realizing this and being informed on this but better late than never I apologize for my prior ignorance with this and I always like have tried little things here and there but I was never consistent I feel like so I don't know I just want to be more sustainable and support you know like smaller um businesses even too with that like I've been trying to find like places that aren't necessarily and just because a small it's a small business doesn't mean it's like not fast fashion I need to clarify that like there's so much that goes into you know slow fashion and not consuming fast fashion and everything like that And it's, I'm not sitting here saying like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to, you know, purchase something that harms the environment again, because it's so hard to know and tell, but I'm actively trying to do my best to make better choices in regards to my consumption and my purchases and that kind of thing. But, um, I don't know, making more sustainable choices in the sense of informing myself more, educating myself more paying attention to where I'm purchasing from, you know, are they ethical, are they sustainable, and that kind of thing, like, actually doing the research and trying to figure it out, and, you know, just taking reusable bags to the grocery store. That is something I've always done, like, for a long time now. Um, I've been doing that probably since my sophomore year of college, just taking, like, these giant grocery bags, like, one, because it simply makes walking up the stairs of an apartment a lot easier if you just have, like, two large bags rather than, like, 50 small bags, and it's just better for it's really it's a really easy change to make I feel like um and that's somewhere where you guys can start and I don't know I think as I followed more and more of these Instagram accounts that sort of inspire me to make these more sustainable choices it's made put me in a position where it's like I'm constantly wanting to do better and make more changes because I'm constantly learning more from following these pages and I really like that so I encourage you guys um to find some accounts that maybe you like I'll try and leave um the sustainable accounts that I really like in the show notes that I've found that just have been like really helpful because I wouldn't be doing doing my job as an influencer if I wasn't like speaking about this I feel like and the whole thing is that I feel like make trying to make these little choices here and there in my life 
as an influencer, I know that it's going to affect some of the people who follow me and they're going to be like, hey, maybe I should try that. And then they're going to make the changes too. And then the people in their life are going to see that they're making changes and want to make changes. It has a multiplier effect. And that's what I mean by making like the small daily choices is so much more powerful for everyone to do that rather than just one person because it does have that multiplier effect and it carries across so many different people and so many different groups and everything. So, um, you know, an, an example of that is just like I, another example, I guess I should say, I know I've already given some, but just trying to um, purchase things that are more environmentally friendly, like biodegradable, things that typically are like harder to um, be processed in trash and can't really like break down easily, you know, like for floss, instead of like having like all these plastic containers with the floss in them, like I found biodegradable floss picks that completely decompose. Same thing with like a dish scrubber um, in the kitchen and with uh, sponges instead of like the sponges that have all the microplastics in them and using um beeswax wrap instead of saran wrap and stasher bags instead of ziploc bags just little things like that and yes you do have to make that initial investment but there are so many infographics that show like the lifetime cost of never using a reusable water bottle compared to buying a reusable water and always filling it up and that's another thing I've always done. So I don't know. I know that that was like really long explanation, but it's honestly something I've become really passionate about lately. And I know I'm not perfect with it and I accept that. And I know that I was ignorant in the past with it in the sense that like I didn't really care to make more changes than what I was already doing with reusing or having a recyclable um, or reusable water bottle and then using um, reusable grocery bags. I just sort of had the mindset that like, oh, I'm doing my part. That's enough. But I purposefully didn't try to learn more because I told myself that that was enough and in reality like there's so much more I could have educated myself and informed myself on earlier and made changes to earlier so I highly encourage you guys to just look into it and do the same and maybe you think it's annoying but I honestly just think that it makes me feel really good to make those choices and I'm all for helping everyone else and helping the planet and helping myself by feeling better and making those decisions so hopefully you guys will do the same check out those accounts in the um in the show notes and I'm sure you guys will like them too number six is standing up for myself and saying no I'm always so bad about this whenever it comes around the school time because I just sort of feel like I have to cater to everyone and everything all the time and this isn't as much of a problem because of COVID because I'm not like being asked to do things for people as often and things like that I guess just because I'm not really hanging out with anyone but um I just and even outside of college I mean I'm just so bad at saying no and I just want no to be my default answer I know that I talked about that in my last week episode with my book review because that was like a concept from to hell with the hustle from the book I read was to have no be your default answer and is it sounds like really negative and like just rude <laughs> to have no as your default answer but i think that like being selective with what you say yes to is actually a lot more beneficial in the long run and that's just something i want to practice and implement because i'm typically someone who always says yes and rarely says no and i just want to be able to stand up for myself not like let people walk all over me and do things just because it's going to make me feel bad if I let someone else down by saying no and I just need to keep myself in mind at the end of the day and that one's pretty straightforward and simple number seven is making time for reading I know I talk about this all the time 
Um, but I enjoyed reading so much this summer and how much I got to read and it truly just makes me a happier person and I feel a lot more relaxed um, whenever I actually incorporate reading into my day and I haven't been while I've been at school the past week just from being busy with unpacking and everything but I definitely plan on trying to incorporate like reading 15 the last 15 or 30 minutes of my day before bed every night just because it does make me a lot happier and I feel like it's just a better way to end my night than doing anything else and number eight is mindfully consuming content I've also talked about this before but I think especially now that I am spending less time on social media I want to make sure that that time actually is intentional and purposeful and I'm getting something out of the time that I am on it and I don't think that you have to like have something transformative and powerful come out of every single person you watch on YouTube or person you follow on Instagram or podcast you listen to you can totally listen to things for entertainment or watch things for entertainment follow someone for entertainment or just because you like their pictures like it can totally be that way I just don't like when everything is sort of just mindless and I'm not getting anything out of this time I do spend on it during the day if that makes sense and I haven't been watching a lot of YouTube either um just from being busy and when I say less social media time YouTube kind of goes in with that so I'm just trying to be selective about like who I'm watching and what I'm watching and making sure that it you know is actually adding and contributing something to my life whether that's just it's just something that's making me happy out of pure entertainment or whether it's something that's actually motivating inspirational etc and number nine is to journal and meditate so this kind of goes along with like being in tune with myself mentally and emotionally and I'm just placing so much emphasis on being present and mindful and improving my memory right now because I'm like looking back on college and feeling like so much of it is a blur and I feel like it there's like a lot of things that go into that you know one it's because like you're doing so much all the time or at least I was doing so much all the time I had a lot going on and um time just flies by honestly but there's so much I feel like from like sophomore and junior year and even some of freshman year that I just like don't remember but I feel like when I think of college my freshman and senior year stick out the most and my sophomore and junior year are just kind of a blur and part of that's also probably because I wasn't sleeping a lot um but you know I was having a good time I was enjoying myself and I was also like really stressed at times too so a lot goes into that and there's totally so many different variables that go into not being as mindful during those times um but I honestly just want to get into like journaling in the morning especially okay so we didn't weren't expecting to have a balcony like patio or whatever in our apartment and we do and I ordered just like a small little bistro set like nothing crazy or extravagant just a small little two chair small table set to sit outside and I'm so excited for the weather to cool down a little bit and even right now or just earlier in the morning to spend like 10 minutes with my coffee and a journal and just like write down what I'm feeling or like what I want to accomplish that day or even if it's at the end of the day I just really want to get into that because I feel like it will help improve my memory and my mindfulness and being present which are just those three things I'm like like I just said I am putting a lot of emphasis on right now so um I definitely want to get into that I've just always put off trying journaling just because I never know what to write but recently on Pinterest I found um a lot of like sort of prompts I guess you could say and they're not like writing prompts in the sense that like it's like an essay or anything like that it's just like very simple straightforward stuff that I really really like that I actually want to try journaling based off of so 
I definitely want to try doing that. And I think meditating is something I would also like to incorporate into my morning routine just to help with being present and mindful and in tune with myself. Number 10 is to focus on one task at a time and stop multitasking. And honestly, I am the worst multitasker. I do so many different things at once and then I like revisit the things and I'll just like do this perpetual cycle of doing a little bit of this thing, a little bit of this thing, a little bit of that thing, and then repeating it and going back and forth between things. But I feel like that's not very effective because it sort of makes my work less thorough and effective and in general. And I feel a lot less strung out whenever I'm not multitasking because I feel like whenever I'm doing a million things at once, I'm feeling like I'm being pulled in so many different directions mentally, emotionally, and physically. So then it gets overwhelming and you just feel like you're spreading yourself too thin. When in reality, if you just focus on one thing at a time and you're not sitting there trying to do three or four things at once, I feel like you get a lot more done, a lot more in a lot better of a way. And you also just don't feel as strung out from that and you feel more in control too and that's something I've noticed and I've been trying to focus on that this week too um especially with studying for the CPA you know like having my designated two hours for the CPA instead of like studying for 30 minutes and then switching over to like some schoolwork or YouTube stuff and then going back to it for 30 minutes I just don't think that's effective at all and I'm not going to remember anything if I do that or get anything done but that's sort of how I've always done school it's like I would just Every like 30 minutes or an hour, I would switch back and forth between schoolwork, studying, and YouTube, or exercising, whatever, and constantly revisit things. And I just feel like revisiting things constantly just isn't the way to go for me, and maybe it works for you. And the thing is, is it works really well for me, and that's why I've always done it. But now I'm recognizing that like that's not going to work for what's on my plate right now, so I'm making that change for to improve what I have going on right now as opposed to what I have been doing. So those are the 10 habits that I'm trying to focus on, I guess, for the rest of the year and implement into this new routine of being back at school. Um, Being back at school is definitely weird. I'm really grateful that we actually have in-person classes. Who knows how much longer it's going to last, but I am grateful for it. And, you know, I feel um, comfortable in my classes just because I literally have 13 people in my program and my biggest class probably has like 40 or 50 people and we're in like a giant auditorium that normally sits over a hundred so it's easier to space out in that sense but it definitely is different being you know back um, at school with everything going on and then it's also different in the sense that like grad school actually feels different because I didn't think it would feel that much different from undergrad but it's really weird because all of my classes I have with the same people at the same time and normally it's like each class is completely different people and you know more or less people um between each class but since we're all in this program taking the exact same classes at the exact same time it feels like so weird and so there's a lot that's different about it there's a lot that's similar obviously and familiar especially just with going to the same school um that I did as undergrad and everything like that but it is definitely a time of change nonetheless um and it's something to adjust to you know every time you have a situation of change you've got to do some shifting around and adjusting to do the best you can do with it and that's kind of just what i'm trying to do and navigate all of this change going on right now so i hope that you guys can sit and reflect and maybe decide to just take the reins on the rest of this year and make the most of it instead of just writing it off as crap and just doing what you can to improve yourself your mind and your life with the rest of the year instead of um 
just letting it be sucky. And it's really easy to just be like, uh, yeah, um, I'm over it and I'm just kind of going on autopilot the rest of the year. And I don't want you guys to do that. I want you guys to work towards bettering yourself, achieving your goals and getting where you want to be instead of constantly pushing it off and waiting on the right time because the right time will never come. The right time's always now. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Be sure to join the Gen Z Girl podcast Facebook group to join the amazing community and follow the Gen Z Girl podcast. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening.